Forget what you think you know. Vampires exist. My name is Blade. I was born half human, half vampire. They call me the Daywalker. I have all their strengths, none of their weaknesses, except for the thirst. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 141 and 142, I can't read. And today we're talking about Blade 2. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, reverse wishbone with a sword, Jemison. <laughs> After last episode, that is highly appropriate. Yes, it is. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, he went the other way with the sword. Uh, gross. Nice. Um, also, hopefully will join us. We've tried this before. Uh, Corny, Blood Jello Logan. Um, at some point, hopefully he'll join us tonight. He's doing one of those things where he has, you know, other jobs and careers and things that he does. And he just, he's, he's running late. So hopefully he'll join us at some point in the recording. If not, that's fine. That blood jello looked really just not appetizing at all. Not at all, because it looked like all thick and... It looked more like, uh, you know, like a soap, like a gel soap or some sort of, uh, I don't know, like a a car air freshener gel, you know what I'm talking about? I was actually going to, yeah, I was going to say it actually kind of looked like ballistics gel that they use in like... Oh, yeah. um, like in, um, what's it called? That show where they prove things aren't real. Uh, <laughs> Mythbusters, that's what it was. Um, um, Sam Vector, as you guys, if you've listened to last week, know that he broke his leg a couple weekends ago. So he is still out on um, medical leave, literally because his pain meds make him so loopy he can't concentrate. So joining us tonight is a very special guest. Uh, Joe even wears sunglasses in the sewer, Protokovich. Nice. Yeah, I could deal with that. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, I will call you JP, as I've always called you, is my brother-in-law. He is, mar- he is my, uh, my wife's brother. I have known him for about 15 years, and, um... When I invited him onto the show, um, uh, I think you seemed pretty excited about it. So this should be fun. And JP and I have had many, many talks of movies and uh, TV shows and um, and of differing opinions. Which, which I was going to say, of which we have never agreed on any of them, I don't think. Pretty much. <laughs> that's fairly accurate. Um, uh, I, I would say that the list pretty much ends with Die Hard and... Um, that might be about it. And Star Wars. Die I was going to say Star Wars. Definitely Star Wars. Yeah, Die Hard and Star Wars. Other than that, we kind of go in different different directions, which yeah. is fine. 
So that should make for uh, for some fun for tonight. So let's pull up a comfy chair uh, and um, dive in. Um, so yeah, 2002's Blade 2, uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro. This will be our second of his that we've done. And um, uh, <laughs> Andrew <laughs> has uh, some things to say about it. Blade forms an uneasy alliance with the Vampire Council in order to combat the Reapers, who are feeding on vampires. Hmm. It's funny, it says Reapers here on IMDb as you read it, but my brain read Reavers from Serenity, and I was like, wait, what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> That's not right. Um, yeah, so is this, uh, I've seen this many times and in fact own it. Do, have you guys seen this movie before? Absolutely. I had never seen it before. Really? No. Wow. Have you seen any of them before? No. I had seen parts of this one, but I'd never seen it in its entirety. What about one or three? Never saw one or three. Okay. So you should go back and watch one. You can ignore three. Okay. Oh, Just I've see, heard that there we I've go. heard that three, three was awful. good. No. Three was it was entertaining. It's terrible. It was, <laughs> I, <laughs> here we go, right? <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds, though. I mean, come on, man. He just adds it was like having, it was like having Deadpool in a vampire movie. Yeah, that, that's the that. Well, okay, first of all, sort of. Yeah, he swears like Deadpool, but he doesn't. He doesn't have the the charm or the the witty banter. Yes. Yeah, be, because it's like it's like a super serious movie, and then you insert this guy who, when he comes to do to the rescue, he's wearing a name tag that says "Hello, my name is," and then he says, "It wrote F you," like the, the words. <laughs> and, sounds like me. And, oh, I just thought his name was Foo. I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, just a Foo name. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and like Wesley's night, like Blade even makes fun of him. He goes, "F you! What is that? Is that supposed to be tactical? What's wrong with you?" And Jessica <laughs> Beale's in it, but I can't take her seriously as an action star because she's so frail and dainty. Like, I don't yeah, know, it's not a sexist thing. I'm just saying. Well, she is hot. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying she's not. I'm just saying, I don't. I can't see her like kicking ass and whatever. But Parker no, Posey okay. is in it. Parker Posey, that's her name? I think, yeah, I think that's her name. Anyway, she's actually really interesting, and one of the wrestling dudes is in it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not a good movie. I mean, go watch it if you want to, but, um, you know, you don't have to. Um, the best line of the movie is when Ryan Reynolds is, just, is, is uh, talking his tale of how he became a vampire hunter, and he says, you know how most people have their uh, fangs in their mouth? Well, hers were in her vagina. So that's the best. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of the movie Teeth. Yeah, exactly, actually. Um, <laughs> that's probably where they got it from, that, that one line that Ryan Reynolds said in that one movie. Anyway, mm. but Blade 2. So, yeah, but you should go back and watch Blade 1. Blade 1's I think, is, is actually pretty good. Um, it's one of the actually few Marvel movies from the 90s that actually is good. Um, in fact, we talked about that the other day, I thought, on this show where we were talking about Marvel movies for, or, or comic book movies in general from the 90s and how they're all bad, but I actually don't really remember many of them at all. Right. You know, the... the yeah, we, we talked about The Punisher being awful. Yeah, The Punisher was in there, and then the Batman 3 and 4 was in there, and of course oh, they are God. they're terrible. Those um, are abortions. <laughs> Ouch. Um, so anyway, so Andrew, I'll let you kind of do your initial, uh, your initial thoughts, sir. 
Okay. Well, uh, as I've said on the podcast before many times, movies that keep my interest and keep me uh, entertained are movies that I enjoy watching. This one had moments. This one had moments where I was completely in it, and then there were moments where I was getting bored and wanting to look away and do other things. Um, the, uh, I guess, not having seen the first one, I didn't have a lot of backstory, and, and I didn't feel like I really needed a lot in this, um, other than maybe to know who some of the characters were and their history, but even that, I didn't feel like I needed a whole lot because they did a decent job with a little recap. At the intro, yeah. At the intro, yeah. Meanwhile, um, on Blade 2, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, you know... <laughs> which, which I did kind of, kind of find uh, a little off-putting, to be honest. I, I thought, well, okay, am I watching uh, last week's episode of, of 24, Vampire Version? What's, what's yeah, going on Yeah, pretty here? much, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, previously on Blade. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so... I didn't really like that part of it. Um, the acting I thought was pretty good. The the visual effects and the the uh, kick. What's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, not kung fu. The karate, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could say the the uh, martial choreography, arts. martial art choreography uh, was was pretty decent too. There were a few moments, and I'm one of those people that. If it's bad wire work and and it doesn't look realistic, even for a comic book movie, it bothers me. Um, and that happened a couple times in this, but not terribly. And I know we're talking vampires, so we're not realistic here, but mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, within the rules that they establish in the universe. Right. Um, there was a, as far as characters, Whistler somewhat bothered me and just his role and again maybe this because I don't have a backstory to him but how his story fit into what was going on in this uh, this story I felt like some of it was odd or off-putting a little bit but uh, just in how it wove itself into the rest of the story and maybe I missed some things because I lost uh, my attention at some points but um that was really what bothered me the most. But other than that, I, I, I did enjoy it for the most part. And uh, it was an action flick, and I enjoy action. And so, I don't know. It, we'll, maybe we'll talk about it, and it'll convince me one way or the other. Okay. Uh, uh, Japes. Uh, I watch movies for like different reasons, I guess. Um, it, it, when, when you, I mean, it's a vampire movie. It's action. Who doesn't love a good action film? But it, it, you just kind of got to put things on the back burner a little bit, I guess. I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure at some point we'll pick apart the music that was going on in there. But I, I you got to know, man, back in the days when I was in my Civic Si cruising High Point with the system in the back, you know, I I jammed to this this uh, soundtrack quite a bit. So that I, I mean, it just brought back memories for me since I've seen it so many times. Um, Again, with the fight scenes, the one thing in there that bothered me is the whole when you're falling through the sky and you're trying to beat the guy up while you're falling. That was just, man. That one was a little awkward. Uh, They got to leave those out. I mean, you can't make that look good. They've tried so many times and it just, it didn't work. But I mean, overall, yeah, I saw the first one, so I kind of understood the Whistler thing. But like, that kind of bothered me too. Like, 
okay, you can be cured from vampirism. Like, you, we're going to make them go cold turkey in one night. Yeah, really? I mean, like, do the teeth go away? I mean, what kind of, like, does the tooth fairy come and give you, like, some serious jack for some vampire teeth? I, I don't know. That was that was a little awkward for me. But uh, it was, overall, I thought it was a good movie. I mean, it's it's entertaining. It's got its, it's got its parts where sometimes it was just... It was just downright funny to watch some of the fight scenes and things like that. When you, again, like you said earlier, it wasn't a, it's not a real movie or anything like that. You can't apply our physics to it. But um, overall, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. All right, right on. Um, okay, so yeah, Andrew, I, I'll only say this: as far as the Whistler character goes, having if you watch the first movie, I think it will make more sense. They did do a, a recap. And basically, they kind of do just they just recap to you, like where Whistler is. But he is, he is the Jarvis to Iron Man. He is the Alfred, you know. He's the guy that makes the weapons, and and on all of that stuff, right? So you know, in the first movie, we get a pretty good bit of, um, you know, a backstory on on Whistler, where he comes from, how he found Blade why he trained him uh, as opposed to killing him and uh, and things like that. So uh, the character is more fleshed out in the first one, which um, which I guess in this movie, Del Toro, I guess, is figuring one of two things. Either you've seen it and know the story or you haven't seen it, which is why they gave you a recap and don't care, which is why he gets, I mean, frankly, very little screen time. Right, he he yeah. comes on. He says something, whatever. F you, vampire suckhead, blah blah, and then then goes away. And then one of them says, "Oh, you're a you're old, old, dirty, greasy man, blah blah blah. You're gonna kill you. Aha, I love it when you talk dirty, right?" And then that's it. And he goes away. So I mean, gosh, half of my clips are just his one-liners. But um, but anyway, uh, as far as I liked the fight choreography. Again, this is 2002. Now we are. Um, believe it or not, we are three years after the Matrix, um, and which is unfair to this movie because what the Matrix... and you see some Matrix, uh, what what's the word uh, sampling going on? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and people did that. I mean, when that when that movie came out, it it changed the world how we view movies and how we make action movies and yeah, and people stole. I even from saw it. a character with sunglasses with no uh, frames. You know. Right, yeah, I'm sure. Well, wasn't the one character the bald guy? Wasn't he in the Matrix? No, Ron Perlman's not in the Matrix. I don't think he's in the Matrix. No, yeah, not. I think the one guy was the guy who gave him up or something like that. Damn, I can't remember his name. No, that's not him. Character. Yeah, I know you're talking about in the movie. That's not Ron Perlman. I promise you, that's not. He okay. looks like him because he's got that goatee Funky and goatee kind of, looking thing. Yeah. yeah, and kind of pretty strong uh, features. Facial yeah, now features, now but, that I'm picturing him, yeah, I see. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not the same guy. That's I got not you. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, uh, uh, he's a he's he's a great actor, and, and he's also uh, he'd be our Star Trek connection for this movie, um, as he typically is. But no, I I had fun with the movie. Again, I own this. Um, I loved it when it came out. I thought it was great. Uh, it's probably been five to six years since I've watched it. Um, yeah, some of the wire work doesn't really hold up. Um, some of the CGI, like when they're fighting the, in front of the big lights, yeah, they got a little bendy. Yeah. You know, and, 
there was a couple other moments when he's fighting um whatever the main whatever the main uh reap, reaper is um uh not uh what nomac um you know he, he got a little uh there was some kind of funny kind of strange physics moments happening in that in that too but for the most part it was fine i actually got really excited when i saw uh donnie yen in this movie i didn't yeah. i didn't realize he was in the movie as um you know your uh for whatever Snowman. well yeah but for whatever reason in especially in the 90s but i guess 2002 we still kind of stink of the 90s whenever you have a gang you have to have a multicultural gang right <laughs> you have the asian right you had the black guy you had a mexican you had a russian you had girl with purple hair right and then ron perlman did uh who started this was this a oh, and an weapon? irishman who started this uh, trend? Uh, I think it might have been before Lethal Weapon, truth be told. I think this is a thing that was going on. It really started, I think, in the 80s with a lot of, like, 80s theme gangs and, you know, like with uh, uh, Warriors and, mm-hmm. um, you know, other movies like that. that. That's a trope. I mean, it's a big movie trope. But, like, in this movie, as opposed to a theme gang, we're like, all right, we're going to put together the this great killing team and uh they all kind of sucked by the way except donnie yen and and here's something that kind of bothered me that i didn't realize it until i was prepping for the show and that was that when when the two vampire the two ninja vampires break into the the their base right and they're doing their cool fighting thing in front of the lights. They were holding their own against Blade, right? Blade is the best, right? And they were mm-hmm. holding their own. And then you find out that it was, what's her name? It was Nissa, whatever. And then for the rest of the movie, she's like damsel in distress. She sucks for the rest of the movie. Like, did right. she forget all of the kung fu she learned? Um, it, it didn't hit me until this viewing. And it kind of bothered me. I don't, I don't like that. Like, make her awesome all the time, but instead she was just a bad actress with a with with fake science, anyway. Yeah. She really was a bad actress. Oh, she's terrible. Um, and I, um, have, I have clips to prove it, in case okay, uh, anyone, wants to, uh, <laughs> anyone wants to argue, because she's, uh, she's terrible. Uh, in fact, though she was pretty, she's probably the worst part of the movie, I think. Um, but yeah, most definitely. Anyway, she's a whatever. Um, I'm laughing. Uh, I'm looking at my notes. What kind of disc did they give him? What was that thing? Like, I was was wondering the same thing. I mean, it seemed pretty high tech, but it was square. Right. It looks like someone took a CD and then they cut it in a square. Right. Right. And then it just fit in there. It seems like they made shapes at one point. I, like I had, it seems like it was either a yeah, CD or a DVD, you. and it was uh, like I a, had a CD that was a square. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it didn't play to the outer edges for obvious reasons. It could only right. play like a third of the disc. But, right. You know. That's yeah. weird. I've never heard of that, but I mean, I'm, but yeah, it was like this. It was like a floppy disk that they did a tray load on, and 
And of course it has to be red, right? Because everything in the world is either black or red. Right. Um, which I thought was dumb. And they're, they're, I will say this. I didn't notice it this time or before, but until this time when they're getting geared up and they're literally putting on Star Wars trooper, stormtrooper armor. <laughs> I like, laughed out loud when I saw that. What is that plastic armor going to do against vampires? I mean, even if the fact that you didn't know that these Reaper vampires, I keep wanting to call them Reavers, are stronger, which they are, but even a normal vampire would crack through that. Just dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But it's fine. It looked cool, I guess, uh, with the techno, with the techno music. You're right, though. I will say to you, JP, that 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 music was, I was kind of enjoying that. Truth be told. Well, I mean, when they played the music, it made me think a lot of the Matrix. You know, I mean, the yeah. Matrix had a bunch of that kind of music in it. You know, kind of the whole techno gear and all that kind of stuff. So it it had that feel to it when they started the fighting and all that. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Um. Came to a deliver a message, yet you come in full ninja gear and you have to have a cool but pointless fight. Um, you know, and the big huge key, which I didn't realize. I, I thought was there going to be like a note inside that said, "Hey, we want to do a truce," but then it wound up being a funky key that they made just to, for blade to stick in the weird thing to open the door. I, I don't know. Yeah, there was there was a lot of that kind of weird little stuff that happened. That things are happening in. In the movie, that for for no reason, I think, right? I mean, like that that thing there. Like, did you really have to have them captured in a giant vat of blood pool um, waterfall place? You know? Yeah. It, Which to me, that that was the absolute worst part of the whole movie for me. When Whistler's doing the whole like, I, I was laughing, talking about laughing out loud. I mean, it was like like. Go, Lassie, go. Come on, you can do it. Go home. Like, <laughs> crawl to the bloodbath and fall in. Come on, go, go. I was like, really? Come on, man, stop it. Right. And then he I was an F bomb or something. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't help but to think of Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory with a chocolate river. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny, I was thinking about this. So, um, uh, over the weekend, uh, JP and I, it was Thanksgiving weekend uh, um, since our last uh, recording, and JP and I went and uh, did uh, skeet shooting with uh, his father and a friend. And all, all I can think of is as Blade was falling down, Ron Perlman was shooting that shotgun trying to hit him. All I could think of is, man, he's worse than I am at skeet shooting. Because um, <laughs> uh, I was not good. But anyway, but I... Why would Ron Perlman think that he's dead? You know, he he fell into a vat of, you know, liquid spinach, so he can have his Popeye moment, right? That that every movie has, and I, I don't know why why would you not think that yeah, it doesn't matter? It's fine, um, but it did have a cool moment where he um, he caught. I thought that bit where he caught the sword between the finger or between his hand was kind of cool, and then he cut him in half. That was actually kind of cool. And of course, right, one, of the, one of the things that bothered me about that, and I, I can't, I didn't see it in Blade 2, and I was waiting for it because they kept playing with his sword. Do you remember in Blade 1 where somebody picked up his sword and like the timer started to click? Mm hmm. And then the sword went off and took the dude's hand off because it had like blades built in. Like if Blade wasn't holding the sword, then it had like a, a 
It was a, like it a, was a, when you, when you a picked, trap or something, you know, yeah, when you built picked, in. Yeah. When you picked yeah. it up, it, 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 it you know, it, it would activate this, like you said, alarm and you had to know to deactivate it. Well, Donald Logue in the first movie, Andrew, Donald Logue, you know who he is? Yeah. He's an Irishman from Gotham and a bunch right. of other things. Um, mm-hmm. He is a bad guy in that movie, and he doesn't know that that thing is going to happen. <laughs> he loses his hand. And and the way they filmed it, basically, like, he had a fake hand full of blood paint. And when that thing popped, I mean, it popped. It was pretty great. Um but like, did they just deactivate that all of a sudden in Blade Two? Because I mean, he was wielding that thing like it was nobody's business. Well, yeah, Perlman, yeah, he he saw that it happened and he let he waited for it to uh, activate, right? He waited for it to activate and then he held it for a little while while the blades were out, which would seem like super uncomfortable to try to we- you know, wield. Right. And then I guess later on he knew how to deactivate it, which, which is when he was trying to, you know, hurt Blade or whatever. But then he broke it. I got no, so right? upset. Like, I, there were two moments in the movie where I felt really bad for the sword. When he was fighting Nomak, Nomak was using rebar. And I'm like, oh, he's going to scratch the hell out of that sword. I think it nicks all over after I that. Oh, right? And then the other part was when he broke it. That made me sad. Anyway, it gets fixed later on, as you see. But I tell you, the... the um... The original fight scene where they went in and Whistler unloaded a machine gun at point blank and couldn't hit anything. Um, when they were doing the big fight scene, I thought it was interesting that the blade was sheathed the whole entire time they were fighting mm-hmm. until like almost the very end. And then he pulled it out and I'm like, oh man, how sweet is this thing? I mean, it's almost like two weapons in one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was pretty neat how he just... I, I like the fact that, that the blade character is always... Pretty much the best. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I guess there's not... If he's not always the best, then... You're the best around! Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, like, then then what's the drama or whatever, right? You know, like, we like Spider-Man because he's, you know, he, he gets his butt kicked, but then he has to outsmart him or whatever. But in this case, it was just... Well, I guess they kind of outsmarted. Like, he knew the biology. He knew he had to stab him through the bone or whatever, but... Um... I mean, I guess for all intents and purposes, he could have just made the fight just last just a little bit longer. He could have broken a window and killed him that way. But Yeah. Anyway, and of course the trope of, I want to see the sunset before I die. Okay, here's something else that bothered me. Now, Andrew, this won't matter to you because you never saw the first one. But JP, you will, and hopefully listeners at home will have also. So in the first movie, and again, Andrew, this isn't really spoiling anything, but I don't think you care. Um, it's been 20 years. Um. Uh, the bad guys, they put on sunscreen and go out into the day. <laughs> Seriously. There's a moment where, there's a part where they talk about, we uh, we want to thank you. In this movie, they say, we want to thank you for killing Deacon Frost. Frost um, created the blood god or something like that and, you know, made himself fairly invincible. But the, um, the... There's a mo- earlier in the movie he literally meets Blade out in the streets, and he's just wearing like SPF 100 sunscreen. But in this movie, Ron Perlman with his gloved hand puts it in the sunlight, and he starts smoking, which I thought was really interesting. So anyway, uh-huh. um, I mean, I guess that's just 
Del Toro just saying, basically, I, I find your vision of that stupid. Well, that and then I want to see the sunset and he's holding on to her and it's like, oh, well, it's dawn and now all of a sudden the window's opening. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, oh. and, and she dies all peaceful and graceful while everybody else explodes violently. Oh, yeah, she just melts. Yeah, yeah that... There were some things in the movie that I felt were un- were inconsistent and... It it really bothered me, yeah. Um, because that was one of them. Her death was, you know, I felt like there were going to be uh, a choir of angels around her and <laughs> just lifting each one of her ashes up at, one at a time. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. but the like you were talking about the the glove issue. You know, I I don't watch many vampire movies. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but to me, I, I think that, and this is just my perception of vampires, I may be completely wrong, if they are clothed or covered, how does the sunlight affect them? Right, you know right. I mean? So well, I mean, just, even, stuff like that bothered me. Even earlier than that, I think one of the biggest things that bothered me in the very beginning is when Blade, he's he goes into that club or whatever, and... Uh, from what I understand, like vampires have super strength and all that stuff, right? Well, they come out to the window and they're looking down and they're like, ah, oh, shit. And they're using the ladder and it's like burning their hands when they go down the ladder. And then they, they hit the ground hard and they're like, oh, and I'm thinking, I thought vampires could just jump out the window and land and be okay because Blade did it. So why couldn't they do it? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, why didn't they have their super powers or whatever? I guess maybe they were the weaker vampires or something like that. But that was like, why do they not have their superpowers? Why couldn't they just jump out the window and land and be okay? No, I don't know. I don't know. They, um, yeah, there was some inconsistencies going on between, between that, even within the movie realm. But I mean, you're right. I mean, I guess I, I don't know enough about vampire lore and movies and books and whatever to say, well, if any part of a vampire, and that means anything that he's touching, touches sunlight. Like, I don't know. I I like, this is going to sound dumb, but I like the Hotel Transylvania version of vampires. Um, have you guys seen that? Uh, JP, I know yeah. you have. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, he's he's asking the question about all the things. He goes, what about garlic? Does garlic hurt kill you? He says, no, it just gives you bad breath. What about a steak through the heart? Who wouldn't that kill? You know, yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the only thing that really affects them is sunlight, and it's in um, in this movie they make it not just sunlight but UV. It has to be UV, and I feel like we're getting kind of nerdy with the with things here, but whatever. I don't, I don't care because um, they're able to put the UV lights and whatever, and they did that in the first movie, right? They actually torture a, a vampire with UV light uh, and kind of like sunburn him to death a little bit, um, like. Fifth degree burns or whatever that is, um, which is fine, but whatever. Yeah, there's some inconsistencies, but yeah. I did enjoy the way that the vampires, when they got hit and they did that whole burn thing, skeleton just to ashes. I, th- I thought that was that was pretty good. Yeah, no, you, that was that, most entertaining. That was cool, and it was. It's gonna sound weird, but it was pretty. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it was. It was. Because that's the first thing that we get, right, out of the movie is when he's killing these things and they're dying. That, that first way you're like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. And he pulls out that Mac 10 
as his gun. Actually, that was a. Uh, uh, I actually looked it up, and I can't remember. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the Mac Ten was the uh, modified gun that he that he uh, had in the flashback when uh, Whistler supposedly shot himself. Anyway, because um, I like whenever I see movies and guns that I like, I always go to, to the Internet Movie Firearm Database dot org. <laughs> Uh, website and uh, check to see what kind of uh, weapons they have and whatnot. Anyway, I'm a dork. That's fine. Uh, I know vampires are different than people, but if a bunch of tactical clad people with guns, swords, and a big effing hammer come into my club, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. People were just <laughs> chill about it until the bullets started flying. That was kind of dumb. I don't understand how they, yeah, uh, they didn't notice. Thor was in there with a giant hammer. Right. And people wielding machine guns. Not like a, a pistol. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, An M16 with two barrels that hold 10,000 rounds each or something like that. Yeah. like Absolutely. Yeah. And the warm-up of the weapons. Like, Blade could never just pull his sword and use it. He would have to pull it and then whip, 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 yeah, yeah, and like warm up the blade first, and then when he pulled out those two little like boomerang blade things, he had to like whip them around a little bit, I guess, to get them used to the air so that they, you know, acclimate or something. I don't know. It was, that was that was a little awkward. Every time he pulled the weapon, he had to like warm it up first, you know. Yeah. Well, it's it's showmanship. It's it's I don't know what it is. It's. It's something. I did like the bit when he was uh, antagonizing Ron Perlman, though. He's, like, spinning around in his hand, and he slaps him with the other hand, and then <laughs> he sticks him with that explosive dart in the back of his head. That was kind of cool. I like that bit. Made me laugh <laughs> out loud. Um, I will say this. So, of the team, right, uh, I will say that pink-haired girl, purple-haired girl, she seemed pretty useless other than putting armor on her big, bald tall lover man um because you know what i'm saying like she seemed fairly useless yeah I, um, did she kill anybody no i mean just, aside from the suicide kill no that yeah, don't she, really count yeah she no she she died she's she sucked um thor there with his big ass hammer i'm i'll be honest with you have if they're training to to fight blade honestly the only one that seemed like a legit threat was freaking donnie yen he was Absolutely. the only one that seemed like a legit threat uh-huh. Hammer Man, you like you are so slow with that. Blade will tear you apart. So it just seemed, I don't know. Again, I guess they wanted different. The gang had to be different or whatever. I guess if you have, they're all the same. It just it seemed real dumb. Just just seemed dumb. Sorry, Del Toro. You're a great director. I think you're fantastic. And visually, this was a beautiful movie, but that was a dumb decision. So yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like this would. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because I'm looking at it from the aspect of someone who hadn't seen the movies before, and ha- and I have seen things like The Walking Dead and Zombieland, and we're we're very much in the zombie age right now. Uh, to me, these vampires were more like zombies than they were, or the Reapers, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Than they were vampires, and I don't know. Maybe that kind of took. Took me out of it a little bit too. That, yeah, that's oh. fair. I think that's pretty appropriate, actually. 
Um, I can't the the one the one vampire that was coming through the windshield on the oh the very inconspicuous van by the way that had like the satellite dish sticking out of the top and all yeah where he was where black he FedExed and, himself donuts from Krispy Kreme absolutely and I mean like he's the only one in the I guess if you want to call it a parking lot but the one that had the bandage around it face I can't remember I don't know if it was in a video game or something but there was some zombie thing where it had like its face was wrapped up like that and that's what it was making me think of. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, but, I mean, to be an indestructible, super strong thing that can't get through a windshield, that was a little on the awkward side, too, I guess. Well, yeah, and, of course, freaking Scud made the mistake, right? Everyone makes, you know, you why, why would you leave the van? Yeah, sure, you're armed with two desert eagles, fine, but why would you leave the van? You don't. You don't leave the van. And then you pull all the wires out of the bottom and just happen to know the two that you need to spark together to, you know, fire up the lights. Yeah. Don't worry about the truck. Just fire the lights up. Yep. Yeah. It was, that part always kills me in movies when people just rip out the thing and like, oh, these two wires are disconnected. We should tie them together and things will work. Um, right, like they weren't connected five minutes ago and then you just ripped them out. And, yeah. uh, and then <laughs> That's why they're not connected you... anymore. <laughs> That's right. Ripped them off. <laughs> Um, I kind of got mad that Donnie Yen went like a bitch. That kind of sucked. Um, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, oh, why did Priest, all right, redhead Scotsman dude, who was kind of evil, why did he die? Right, why did he turn really quickly, but Mr. MC Hammer needed to wait until the plot needed him to turn? Right. You know, like, again, what, with the consistency, like, I mean, again, uh, Priest, he turned real quick, but... Uh, we need him to cause mass chaos in the sewer, so we'll wait until he gets turned later. And why not say something? As soon as right. he got bit, why not say, hey, since we, we maybe we have a cure for this. You know, hey, I got bit. Is there a cure? And or, or the magical I got bit. question. I don't need to be around you guys. Or just, you know, go away. If you don't want to say the magical, anything. The magical question, she walks up and she's like, did they bite you? And he's missing like half of his neck. No, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm just going to in, inconspicuously put this piece of leather on my neck because that's normal. It's going to hide it, yeah. Yeah. I like Which the the woman, the, the chick that was in there that you said that was like fighting badass and I'm not good with names and even though the characters, like I said, I didn't care for her too much. So I didn't care to know about her. Nissa? But like... Yeah, that big silver plate thing that she had on her neck, like the whole movie, I thought that was pretty slick, but like, why did nobody else have that, you know? Right. I don't know. She's known for this movie mainly, by the way, by the way. She's uh, Nissa in this movie, and then Odd Thomas. She's still doing stuff, but she's she's from, where? She's from Chile. Uh, ah, she was actually in an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. as Reyes. Oh. I forgot about that. I'm good for you. Oh, and she was in Dallas for a bunch of stuff. I mean, she's fine. She's just not good in this movie. Um, Taylor of Panama. The man in the iron mask. So here's a, here's a completely random story, but she's the, she, the fact that she was in the, the man in the iron mask. So when I was working God, back in 2010, I was working Carowinds, I think, right? And... Iron Man 2 had just come out in theaters. So I was telling this guy that I worked with, I said, man, Iron Man 2 was really good. I had a good time with it in the theater, right? And he said, okay, cool. So then he comes in the next day, he goes, dude, 
I went. I watched Iron Man two, and he's like, "Well, I watched it illegally because a friend of mine gave me a copy of it." I'm like, "Okay, don't tell me that, but fine." And he says, "But it was really weird. Like, I didn't know that they did time travel in the Marvel movies. Like, why did he go back to like 18th century England, and why?" And he starts telling me, and I'm like, "Did you watch Man in the Iron Mask?" And he goes, "Oh." Yeah, I did. Is that not wow. Iron? Is that not the same thing as wow. Iron Man? I'm like, no. Wow. Did he know anything about Marvel no, or Iron didn't. Man? No, he didn't. No, it was just funny. So I can't not think of that story whenever I whenever I see Man in the Iron Mask. He was like, I didn't know Leonardo DiCaprio was in that movie. I'm like, he's not. <laughs> uh, it was great. Anyway, sorry, little uh, little side story there, but. Yeah, Scud. I think Norman Reedus is the guy's actor's name. Is oh, that it yeah. for Scud? You would be your uh, Walking Dead. Uh, Walking fame. Dead, but before that, man, classic. My one of my favorite all-time movies, Boondock, Boondock Saints. Saints. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. love them in that. What is it with you and this effing rope? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brunson uses rope. Yep. <laughs> Which is funny because he's from Florida. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I just saw that he's from Florida. He is of Italian. English, Scottish, and Irish descent, but he's, uh, he was in, Norman's first film was 97, the Guillermo del Toro horror thriller film Mimic, so, Mm. but yeah, mostly The Walking Dead, uh, JP, you'll like this, in the Voltron series, the new one that came out, he played Rolo. Really? Yeah. No, that's good Good for him. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again. I mean, not that I, you know, watched the whole season in one day, but, you know. <laughs> well, on Netflix? It's Voltron, bro. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Was it good? Was the new one good? <sighs> it's it's a lot brighter. It's not as dark as the original one was. I mean, it's it's a lot, lot, lot more of that cartoony. It, it it was it was good. I enjoyed it. It's it's way different though. They only way made, different. They only made the one princess season. doesn't doesn't man a lion. Oh really? Yeah, right. She's different too. Interesting. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, I was just wondering because I didn't watch it, um, and I might eventually, but I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, anyway, I guess he um, he just somehow avoided the uh, baseball bat. Oh, too soon. Sorry, I don't oh. watch. I don't watch oh. Walking Dead, so I don't know. I, I just know that something <laughs> with a baseball bat happened, and a lot of people were pissed. But I don't watch Walking Dead. Sam would be on here screaming at me, I guess. Yeah, because he watches it religiously. Um, I'm one of the lucky ones that gets to watch it a day after everybody else because I don't have cable, and so I watch it on my AMC app. Uh huh. Nice. And so every every episode gets spoiled for me. Nice. So it's, oh, yeah. James, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this yet. So the guy that played Chupa is yeah. uh, he's Chupacabra? in the yeah. Well, that's what it gets. Chupa basically means to suck or something like that. Anyway, uh, he was in the Fast and the Furious movies. He's that douchebag guy, Vince. Um. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. That's that's one of the main reasons I didn't like his character. He plays the same character in every movie. 
he is just a douchebag in every movie he plays in, and I don't think he's a great actor. And I think he wore the same outfit in Blade Two that he wore in all of the the Fast and Furious movies. I mean, he's it's just he is not one of my favorite characters ever. Well, here's a really funny thing. So I, I'm looking at his uh, at his uh, you know his his credits here, and his very first movie he did was the first Blade movie. He's in the first Blade movie as somebody called Crease. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, and then he's in this movie, which is and his facial expressions are the same, and I think he even drops the same lines. Oh, it's hot. He's horrible. I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I guess he has at least one. I don't even remember him in that movie though, which is funny. So the worst movie he was in was Transporter, the first one. Oh my gosh, he was he was horrible in that. Yeah, I remember that now. He was Oh my god. He's kind of the main bad guy, right? Rules. I like this guy. Yeah. He always that talked guy. with like that bad guy voice that they have to have, you know? Like I kind of felt like he was always trying to like he was impersonating Paul Walker. Like he yeah. like, like Paul Walker always kinda had that this is the way I talk, bro, and this is you know and now he talked like that in every movie. But like well, he was... and yet he wasn't another. I, I don't think he's a good actor either. Mm. Um, the, like Deep Blue was probably the worst, but I mean, there was an obvious reason you had to watch Deep Blue, and it wasn't Paul Walker. <laughs> it was not because of Paul Walker. No. It was not Paul Walker. No, it was Jessica. B, uh, uh, Jessica. Um, uh, uh, what's her last name? I Alba. Say, Alba. I wanted uh, to say Apple. I couldn't think of it. Wait, was she in that movie? I, I don't. I don't remember if. Uh, in a slant, scad, bikini, the entire movie. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that, I, I've said on this show, the only reason why I'd ever want to watch that uh, shallow water movie is because of Blake Lively in a bikini the whole time. Horrible. Oh, oh. She's, she's beautiful. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, that guy that played the hammer dude, his name was Daz Crawford. I just His name is Daz. Oh, he was in The World Is Not Enough as Casino Thug. And he was in something <laughs> called Rogue Warrior as Skull Crusher, which is the name of a dragon in the dragon How to Train Your Dragon movies, which is funny. Oh, he was also an Agent of Shield. Who wasn't in this movie? Jeez. <laughs> right. He played something called Kibo. I watched that entire series. No, I haven't watched this season. Okay, so that's what I said. Okay. Um That's crazy. Look at some other stuff he's done. He was in an episode of NCIS. I kind of feel like at this point, everyone's in NCIS. It's been around like 13 seasons. Um, let's just see if, if anybody else was on. Uh, I, it was in uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, well, oh, uh, what's his name? Was in uh, Priest was in uh, Daredevil, the Daredevil series, which is really good. Anyway, sorry. I'm so it's just Marvel in general. Everybody has been in a Marvel movie. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, which well, is, they're just taking over the world. No uh, doubt. Yeah, now owned by Disney, who owns the greatest of every movie series ever. Uh-huh. You mean Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, cool. All right. Uh, are you ready for some clips? Let's do it. All right. For some clippy clips. Uh, I got a text from Corny. He actually might be uh, able to join us here pretty soon. So um... uh, Once he gets on, we got to tell him we're wrapping up. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. All right. Sorry, buddy. We missed the whole show. Um, yeah, you should start the music. Uh, yes. Yeah, as soon as he gets on, start the end. Oh, that's it, pal. 
Uh, Andrew, do me a favor. As I'm reading, uh, I'm going through my clips here. Keep an eye on Skype in case he pops on before he texts me. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, this is, uh, we talked about earlier about Whistler just saying stuff. Well, here's him saying more stuff. Like hammered shit. There you go. <laughs> so, right. That's, uh, that's what JP felt like Saturday morning. No, Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, Andrew, you wanted some uh, proof that she's bad acted, a, a bad actress? Well, here's 10 seconds of bad acting. You have been our most feared enemy. But now there's something else loose on the streets. Something worse than you. Heroin. <laughs> no. Uh, red, uh, red cocaine. Blood cocaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure. I'm not quite sure how drugs work, having never really done cocaine before. But if you just mix blood and cocaine, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be mushy instead of. Well, you I know, think it was just food coloring. They can make blue meth. So yeah. that's true. Yeah, but you don't mix it with. <laughs> you're not pouring blue ink on the meth, right? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe are you? I don't know. It's food coloring. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. But I mean, that's the point, though, right? That the cocaine is blood. Right? Wasn't that the joke or the point of it all was that they have to, everything has to be blood, right? You have to right. blood cocaine mm-hmm. and blood jello and blood. Okay, which which brings me to a question that I had. All right. If you're a vampire and you suck the blood of a meth head or something that's high, like do you get that high? Like do you feel that sensation? Is it like so if you like eat a regular person, it's just like a regular person. But if you eat a high person, like is that like do you get high off that? Is that like a drug to them? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. I don't know. I guess the closest we could come up with is if we could ever get like a chicken or a cow like high and then slaughter it and eat it. Um, yeah, I kind of always had that question about like you know bloodborne diseases and vampires. Right. Do they get <laughs> HIV? Jokes on you, now you have hep C Yeah, you got hep C (laughs) And you're passing it on to all your other vampires Right, I mean, I guess the idea The joke is, you know Or not the joke, but I guess the idea is that Their immune systems And their ability to Regenerate would probably You know, do better than any disease Or whatever, so Sounds like a Leslie Nielsen vampire movie (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Didn't he do a vampire movie? He did Dracula Dead and Loving It Oh, that's right. Yeah, Lizzie Um And that, and there's that, that that fine line between turning a vampire and killing him. Like I, I didn't quite under, always understand that either. Like, like if you bite somebody, then they turn. But if you bite somebody a different way, I guess they just die. Yeah. Well, I guess the idea is if you bite them, and then that's it, right? You just bite them. And but if you like consume all of them, then I guess that they can't turn because there's nothing left. I don't know. Uh, that was another thing uh, while I was watching it. I mean, I'll go back to the zombie thing. There was one scene where they were like they bit somebody and then they just start like eating their arm. And I'm thinking, okay, if you're a vampire, you suck the blood, you don't sit there and eat them, right? Right. Well, these were different. Uh, yeah, but then again, according to the whole Whistler thing, right? If you're a vampire and you don't get the blood, you're supposed to die. But they made it seem like if you don't get blood, then you can just go cold turkey and not be a vampire anymore. Well, <laughs> well, he gave him the serum, which the lady invented in the first movie to combat 
yet. That is true. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they so that was I I had forgotten that Andrew until JP just mentioned it in the first movie. Um, there's a woman. She's a basically she's a blood scientist. How super convenient. Um, and she gets bitten, and they and Blade takes her back to the lair, where they give her the serum that they give Blade that kind of curbs his hunger, right? And it's like a Snickers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, here's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You turn into a vampire when you get hungry. <laughs> better, better. Um, and then she takes the research and does some more with it, and then actually comes up with. One, a weapon, uh, a, a chemically engineered weapon that they use to make vampires literally blow up. And then she also basically comes up with a cure, which I think at the end of the movie they offered a blade, but it would kill his powers. So instead she, he's like, just make a better serum or something for me, which is why he still has to inject himself. Which is like the, Snickers ice cream. Yeah, Snickers. Oh, Snickers ice cream, dude. <laughs> it's not nice right now. Um, that's cruel and unusual punishment right there. Um, here's something that kind of bothered me. So when Blade is upstairs in his little room, right, and then uh, bad lady actor comes upstairs and she's given him the guilt trip about what well, at least I'm proud of who I am. I'm not hiding. Are you? Are you really trying to make him feel bad about that? About not killing innocent people and eating them? Um. I'm not sure the angry flip here worked in this case. You know, like, <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? That one seemed real dumb. Which was an interesting thing. Like, I I, I think that was one of the better parts in, in the first one was when they were explaining how Blade came to be with his mom and all that. How he was a half-breed vampire because, like, he was born as she was dying or whatever. Right. Right, yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, here's 34 seconds of, um, Blade getting excited. Hey, um, uh, me and the, uh, gang were wondering, what was that? Can you blush? Uh-oh, here we go, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. I see now. You've been training for two years to take me out. And now here I am. Ooh, so exciting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that moment, and there's one other moment pretty much in the whole movie where Blade gets to have fun. You know, like, I'm serious. Like, that's it. Um, he does it a little bit more in the... Well, that's not true. There's a, a third part. At the very beginning of the movie, when he steals a motorcycle and he rides up to next to his car and then blows a kiss at his car, I, that made me laugh. Um, cause, yeah, yeah, I kind of wanted to see, I mean, more of that. I think it would have been a little better movie had it been had a little bit of more humor to it. I guess I don't know. I think it took itself too seriously. Yeah, there's taste. there's a couple moments like that in the first movie. There's a little bit more humor. Uh, the third movie goes the opposite way, and they do too much humor. I think, again, with the Ryan Reynolds thing, and like there's a so moment. They, did uh, Joel Schumacher do those? No, I don't know who did the third one. Joel Schumacher. God. <laughs> um, it's such a bad movie. 
this may make me sad. Blade Trinity. All right, who did it? So it was two years later, David Goyer did that movie, who has been known as for such things, who directed such fine movies as Blade Trinity, something called The Invisible, which I've never heard of, and then something called The Unborn, which I've also never heard of. And that's it. Like, that's it. Um, he's mostly known as a writer. Uh, he wrote, um, apparently there's going to be a TV movie called Krypton. He wrote Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. He wrote for the TV show Constantine. He wrote the screenplay for Man of Steel. He wrote the he wrote the the uh, he wrote Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Uh, Fantastic. Was, he wrote the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance movie, which I've never seen. So he's done a lot of God. Batman Begins, Batman the uh, Jumper. I like Jumper. Mm-hmm. Jumper's good. Um. So he's done some actually good writing credits, but uh, there's a moment in that movie though, Andrew, where. Um, Blade is talking to the main bad guy, and the main bad guy has kidnapped an infant, like an infant child. And mm. in order to get away, he throws the baby up, and Blade does a spinny kick thing, whatever, and then catches the baby, and then looks out and sees that the bad guy's gone, and then looks at the baby and goes, coochie coo. And then the end scene. It's just like, oh, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> you forgot about that kind of stuff, didn't you, Japes? Could have done without that. Yeah, like you literally smack your forehead with that. I mean, the, the, literally, the, the supporting cast is Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel. Uh, who's the little short, funny comedian? Um, I, I have the thing page in front of me. Joe Pesci. No, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Danny DeVito. No, no, no. He was. Can you all... Imagine Danny DeVito in a Kevin Hart movie. No. Kevin, Kevin Hart. He would have been like. 16. Um, well, you said short. Uh, yeah, I know. You're just thinking of short guys. I can't think of his name. I follow him on Twitter. He's really good. Patton Oswald. That's who oh, it is. yeah. Like, he's in it. Anyway. It's fine. Anyway, I'm trying to think who the, uh, the wrestler is. I can't find it. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, that movie sucks, but what, what doesn't move, what doesn't suck is, uh, Blade 2. This is what we're talking about. Well, I mean, technically there's a lot of sucking. There is a lot of sucking. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're right. There is some sucking going on in that movie. Um, all right. Corny should be joining us pretty soon and that's going to do it for cheap seat reviews. I'm just (laughs) kidding. Oh, he hung up on him. Damn it. Or he hung up on us because he heard me say that. All right, we'll try again. You there? Yes, I am. Hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> yeah, he said as soon as I heard that, I was like, yep, nope, I'm out. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that was the joke. They said, all right, as soon as you call him, just tell him that's the end of the show. No, no, we st- we're actually still kind of in the middle of clips, believe it or not. <laughs> Um, so, uh, how you doing? You all right? You, you, you survive another night? Yeah. Really tired. It was a long ass rehearsal. Yeah, I hear you, dude. Um, well, I'm glad you joined us. Um, uh, so joining us tonight is, um, is Corny Blood Jello Logan. 
Yeah, actually, that uh, seems about right. Yeah, you need some right about now to help you wake actually, up? Actually, it reminds me, uh, every time I see that, it reminds me of this tomato paste bull crap that uh, apparently Pate's vampire family likes to have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I see it, and I just go, that's where they get it from. Like, uh, it's called cranberry sauce. It's just... <laughs> Oh, no, no. I mean, just legitimate tomato paste. So years ago, uh, um, Pate has made this stuff, and uh, I, I opened the refrigerator to, to what I see is a big-ass plate of uh, Jello. And I said, you know what? I don't even like Jello, but I'm going to eat this shit. And uh, I, I took a mouthful, and I was like, what? What did I just eat? And I, I proceeded to... Projectile vomit. Oh, uh, hopefully, you closed the refrigerator door first. No, no, I mean, like, I, I, I took a bite and then stepped towards the sink, and then yeah. my body was like, I don't know what this is. Abort, abort. But should you should have known it was the wrong thing to eat when it was in the IV bag. You don't want to <laughs> yeah, eat the stuff that comes in the IV bag. You know, uh, Corny eats. You know, he just, he didn't, he yeah. didn't, he's not judgmental. Uh, it's like food, it goes in the mouth. Yeah. Corny, we when are, a vampire is hungry, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. We we actually all kind of made what we thought was uh, what we thought that was. Uh, Andrew said something. What did you say, Andrew? Like coagulated, uh, like something. I don't remember what you said. I know I said uh, an air freshener gel. Air freshener gel, yeah. Okay. And and okay. I said it reminded me of ballistics gel that they do in MythBusters. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, regardless, I ain't eating that stuff. Um, so you just missed a few seconds of bad acting, so we're on to, uh, this clip here, which, you know, is, I guess, appropriate. What am I to you? Is the enemy my enemy, my friend? Or my enemy? Oh, no. Uh, they're still your enemy. That's, that's why you called them enemy. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that answers that question. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think they're called frenemies. Oh, frenemy, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, but if you say it like this, then it's different. <laughs> it's menacing. and uh, It's almost like I'm Batman. Here's uh, pretty much the, one of the only, <laughs> one of the few times where Blade actually got to have some fun. Open the mouth. B, come on. Sissy. <laughs> 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 he called him a sissy. I love it. Uh. Uh, oh, my God. Funny. Speaking of calling people uh, names, this is off topic, but I have to share this with somebody. Today, I got really frustrated with my students in one of my classes, and I I just started ranting in front of the class. And in order for me not to just spout out curse words at them and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I... I said the word ninnies. I called them ninnies. <laughs> and one girl came up to me after class and she goes, exactly how do you spell ninnies? And I said, shut up. And about five seconds later, I get a, my phone alert that says, I've been mentioned in a tweet talking about how I called the class ninnies. Nice. So, it was really good. <laughs> it's funny, the ninnies uh, actually was the... Uh, the term given for a boob when I was little. So uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> don't, don't squeeze your ninnies. Pretty much. Yeah. It it makes me think of Elf. That's uh, what I was thinking. Cottonhead mm-hmm. ninny mugger. Yeah, you're cottonhead ninny muggins or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would never have thought we'd connect Elf to this movie, but we have somehow. Well, they you know, know, you got mystical creatures, vampires, elves. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. Why not? It all works, I guess. 
Um, here's some uh, uh, talk dirty to me. Better get you some sunscreen, buttercup. Listen, shit kicker. You're about one cunt hair away from hillbilly heaven. I love when you talk dirty. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm actually curious. So, so the c word's okay, right? Is yeah. That the... Well, I didn't bleep it out, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is another time that I laughed out loud in the movie because when he said shit kicker, yeah. I thought. I've never heard that term in my life. Oh, really? Because this year has like been the year of shit kicker. So apparently, oh, yeah. uh, since uh, uh, for those of you playing at home, um, I play in you know like seven or eight different groups, and uh, one of them's <laughs> called that. So what? And one of them's called that. You're well, no, no. Like, some of the style of music actually is just called. No, it's just one of those shit kicker tunes. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell is a shit kicker? Basically, it's just a, it's a country tune that's a throwaway or something to that effect. Okay. I'm a Tampa Bay fan, so I thought when you said shit kicker, you were talking about you know, like, no, I'm the, the kicker that I have that was the absolute greatest kicker. I think he like never missed a kick ever in his life in NC like double A football. Yeah, and then he comes to the pros and he can't like he kick was, a field goal to save his ass. He was a second round pick this year and he's missed like seven field goals. Oh yeah, he's horrible. He's yeah. missed like ten out of thirteen or something like that. Thirteen out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. He's so bad he's already got a credit of three misses. Yeah. Um. So, Corny, just to kind of catch you up to speed, I, I think the the feel of the room is, for the most part, we had a good time with the movie, but there's a lot of inconsistencies that just kind of annoyed us. Um, like in the first movie, and it's hard to compare between movies, but like the first movie, you know, Frost could go outside with sunscreen on and be fine, whereas Ron Perlman's gloved hand burned. Um, and and there were some other kind of inconsistencies. Like, and my biggest complaint was the fact that, you know, Nissa was like this ninja warrior in the beginning of the movie with Blade, like held her own. And then the rest of the movie, she's damsel in distress, useless. I actually kind of got a little pissed at that. Yeah. Like, you, you took the heroin, was, you know, pretty cool because we're back in the what? When was this movie made? Oh, two. Oh, two. So, you know, we don't have a lot of movies with badass women fighters. I mean, we're, I guess we're starting to see that maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, yeah, you had um, Trinity from um, from the Matrix. Yeah, but she's one of the first times when you're like, I mean, maybe there's more. I'm just I can't think of it. There's got to be some from the '90s, but I just can't think of any. You got like that one Gina Davis movie where she's a spy or something oh, yeah. like that. What is that? Gina Davis. A time, not a time to kill. Uh... Um. Crap. Oh, I love that didn't movie. Have, didn't have Denzel or not Denzel, but uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson was in it. Oh my God, that's one of my favorites. Uh, oh. She had a bunch. If of Only there was some. There. Yeah, could, yeah. <laughs> if only if there was something where we could look up this information. Um, yeah, a series some central, of located. Yeah, a, a <laughs> series of connected uh, computers and uh, uh, the long kiss goodnight. Yes, oh, yeah, the yeah, long yeah. kiss, good night. Yeah. So anyway, when you got these, you know, these movies have, have are happening and whatnot. We don't have a ton of them, but then you just take this awesome fighter and you make her this. I'm a little upset. Yeah, yeah it's funny as I'm looking. Well, on, Guillermo, I'm on the IMDb page for Blade Two, and people who like this also liked. And right in the middle is Underworld. So yeah, so you've got that movie. You also had the um, oh, what's your face from. Um, 
the Fifth Element, where she did the zombie movies. Oh, uh, Mi- Res- Mila, not, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, Mila Jovovich, yeah, where she did the uh, Resident Evil movies. So oh. you've got these, these women characters who are good fighters. So you take this one, and then you take her mask off, and you find out that she's a pretty girl, and then she's useless. Totally useless. And then you find out she's a bad actress. Um... I'm going to go back real quick, uh, uh, Andrew and JP, just hang in there. But, Corny, I just wanted you to relive 10 seconds of bad acting. You have been our most feared enemy. But now there's something else loose on the streets. Something worse than you. That's terrible. That's terrible. Cats. (laughs) (laughs) You know they're halfway in, halfway out. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hate this part. Sorry. Anyway. It is oh, funny whenever I, whenever my cat is like in my lap, and she's actually being lovey, and I'm looking at her going, "Yeah, I know you're half in, half out. I know. All I need is some cold water, and I too can go to hell." Um, I can't believe you put your cat in the, in your lap. I mean, that could like damage your goods forever she, if that thing decided to become demonic. Well, she has her moments. Which happens. Well, it's it's when the children have gone to bed. And like we're, you know, if we're just watching TV or like we're in bed, she can be super sweet. But like all the conditions have to be right. So, sounds um, like some women I know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along. Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) uh, And conditions got to be perfect. You know, Tuesday night, children going to bed, (laughs) you got work in the morning, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. Sorry, Um, I was still in the flight of the Concord one. This was the uh, last uh, clip I got, and this was, uh, for, for you playing at home, this part of the movie is right after uh, Scud has uh, blown up. So here you go. Oops. Oh, balls. I was just starting to like him. There you go. So that was kind of funny. So, Which, by the way, if the thing in the back of his head really could have blown up, why would you not want to take out the vampire and take out Scud instead, who you could have probably just bitch slapped him he'd have been... <laughs> Done with. Uh, okay, I have to play it. Hang in there. Um, I gotta play it if I can find it. Didn't Whistler call him Skid at one point? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, you want Skid? No, Scud. Skid. Like, like, like Stud? No, no one says that. Yeah, nobody. Uh uh-uh. uh Dang it! Where is it? I'll find it. Sorry. Um, but yeah. So the the whole concept of what of he's doing is is that. Damn it. All right, now I gotta find it. This is pissing me off. Um, but basically, the, his whole plan, right? And and this is Blade's plan. Is like he knows that the, the the device that Scud gave him doesn't work. So Blade is smart enough to then make it work, and then stick it in the back of Ron Perlman's head, and then it all comes down to this moment where he knows that he's gonna get betrayed, and then hope that. The vampires wouldn't take the device, the the, the remote, right? Because what did Scud do? Hey, let him keep the remote so it'll be funny when he tries to blow up Ron Perlman, but it doesn't work, and then I'll I'll do the reveal, right? So like, did he have that conversation with all of them while he was asleep? So then, knowing that conversation would happen, then he waits for Ron Perlman to pull the thing out of the back of his head and then throw it to Scud so that he could then blow him up, right? So that's right. that's the plan, right? So ultimately, he's just passive-aggressive. Like, he, you know, he could have done something, but he's going to wait until it almost doesn't matter. Right. It's just, I thought it was... 
Well, now I'm really upset. Which, if what happened, like, I don't know, if I would have pulled that out of the back of my head, why throw it to somebody? Why not just, like, throw it on the ground? Or step on it. Yeah, well, I don't know what I want to step on. Yeah, that is a bomb, but, you know. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't, like, a little bomb either. I mean, it smoked your boy. Not I mean, it turned him into, like, that blood jello stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah. No, it was... a toma- uh, tomato paste, actually. Yeah, yeah, tomato paste. That's what it was. Prego. Yeah, so, anyway, it was... Uh... Not a great plan. Yeah, so... Um... Nice. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find. It took me you just, you just happened to see it. Well, no, I had to. I have to like do a search for it in my clips and stuff. It's it's what happens when you have like five hours worth of stuff. Like then I would have hated, would have hated, have hated, hated it, hated it. But yeah, stuff like that. So anyway, <laughs> always always good to pull that one out and uh, you know, other other things like uh, stupid <laughs> book. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So <laughs> anyway. Um, I do like how that was that was preemphasis. If you're gonna be in the podcast, you can't drop f bombs. I was like, oh, all right. So <laughs> did tell him that. Yeah. And I well, said, but if know. one slips out, I can't beep it. But I mean, every now and then, corny or Sam would just drop it just to piss me off, make me have to. Oh, do hold extra on, work. wait a minute. It might have been completely accidental. Sam, on the other hand. Well, okay, yeah, that's fair, Sam. There was one episode, and this was before I joined the cast. So in the first 100, where I was sitting in for Chad, maybe. And it was like Chad. <laughs> it was like Late trying to uh, trying to see how many times they could fit that uh, <laughs> f word into the podcast. And by the time we finished, I thought I thought Sean was going to reach through the screen and strangle everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think we all got at least a couple in. That, I yeah, think everyone <laughs> got at least one, and even I dropped one. I think I got so mad at you guys. So anyway, get out of here. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I don't time. believe it. No, it happened. It's on it's on <laughs> tape apparently somewhere. I don't remember which episode that was, but it, it did happen. So you guys should listeners go listen to all of them again and then tell me which one it was. Aha. Um uh, I had forgotten how much they use lasers in this movie. Um what? Uh why would uh apparently old vampires bleed green and haha ha, ha, he didn't for, do what? No, okay. And then I said, ha he didn't forget. So made the, you know, like, what was that vampire going to do? Was he literally going to go into a a place and <laughs> rub one out? Like, is that what's about to happen? Like, do vampires. Oh, do... He was just going to, he's going to go in and attack a girl. And, like, like that's what, that's what they make you think. And then he pulls out like the Kleenex. Like, oh. like he's oh, going to. Maybe he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, he pulls out tissue. Like, he's ready to do a After thing. the razor blade. Right, and then Blade sticks him in the face with the the sword, which is cool. But I guess my my question is, is that like, what happens before that? Like, till Blade goes and he sneaks in because he knows where he's going, and he goes in and he's like, he goes to the back somehow and gets past security, and then the girl's supposed to go and he goes, hey, hold on, I got this, and then she's like, okay, I'm not gonna alert the police or anything because this large man with a sword just came in here, and then he stabs him in the head. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, tropes I wrote the pretend to cry turns into laugh trope. Dude loves his car uh, more than most things. The old school versus new school trope. Always have a there's always a rave somewhere in Prague trope. That's just one right now. The double cross, uh, the Popeye moment, and the fall in love with the enemy trope. So those are all tropes. If you guys have hey, any. By the way, uh, when I saw that that, that uh, rave scene, all I could think about is uh, Bad Boys too. Oh, some punk <laughs> thinks he can die in my club. My club. Yeah. 
Get him out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, Joseph. Uh, 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 Joseph. The ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, my favorite quote from that movie. This is a stupid problem to have. But <laughs> it is a problem, nonetheless. I love that quote. Love it. One of my favorites. All right, here we go. Uh, um, what? That is one big pile of shit. Oh, sorry. Um, and now for some more bad news. Ready? All right, trivia. Scud, that rhymes with stud, you know, like stud. Scud wears a t-shirt featuring the logo of the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. You know, I thought I saw that. I thought that was pretty pigeon. Yeah, which is a reference to Hellboy, a comic that... Which the film adaptation in 2004, two years later, which Del Toro would direct, starring Ron Perlman. So that's kind of funny. Over 30 members of the cast and crew were temporarily blinded when a misuse of the UV lights in the vampire autopsy scene. So, <laughs> Somebody was like, hey, check this out. Yeah, hey, look at this. <laughs> and they all died. <laughs> the entire crew. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> People hey, that- boss. Yeah. So, uh,. Good news, bad news. Yeah. But the bad news is I blinded all of the cameramen. What's the good, good news, news? The good news is the rig works. The good, what's the good news? The sound guys are fine. Yeah. So. You said no one ever. Oh, nice. Thank you. Uh, Donnie Yen. Come on, man. I've been on that side of it, too. No one cares about sound guys. <laughs> no, you're right. Unless there's something wrong, and then everybody knows who you are. Uh, Donnie Yen, a martial arts star who plays a member of the Blood Pack, Snowman was his name, which is stupid. Was also the film's fight choreographer, which is cool. I think that's really great. The fight are pretty good. Yeah, they are. They're really good. Even the bendy parts with oh, some CGI. Donnie is our uh, our uh, Ip Man. Yeah, he's our Ip Man. man our, yeah, our Man Ip. Yeah. Our, our Man Ip. Yeah. So, uh, somebody posted on my Facebook page the other day the uh, the fight between Donnie Yen and and uh, Mike Tyson. So I really uh. want to watch the third movie. Ugh. What are you what are you making noises for? Man. What? Yep. Mike Tyson in a kung fu movie. Have you seen the fight scene? I did. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Like they make Mike Tyson out to be what he is, right? He's a boxer, so most of his kung fu-ness is boxing, right? It's straight up, lots of punches, whatever. He does some kicking, but mostly punching and and in, in that fight scene, he holds his own against Donnie Yen. Now, would he really in real life? Probably not. But I didn't care. It looked really cool. I liked it. I want to watch that movie now. So maybe over the next few months, we'll do the second one and then the third one. Knowing going into it, they'll, they'll be subtitled. Then, then maybe we'll, uh, we'll all pitch in and lend our voices to the, uh, to the quotes or to the uh, clips of the movie. Hopefully without it being sounding completely racist, like what I did for, uh, what was uh, it? Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> what, was, what was the movie? I forgot what it was called. Um, crap. What was that movie we did that? I did that. Kung oh, Fu uh, Hustle. Was it Kung Fu Hustle? Kung Fu Hustle, that's what it was. All right. Uh, and then the last one, uh, during the fight with Nomak in the church, part of the ho- in part of the House of Pain, the stained glass window is a replica of Dr. Strange's um, medallion, the eye of Agam- Agamotto, Agamotto, Ag- Agamotto, Ag- Mr. Agamotto, Agamotto, um, yeah, Agamemnon, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, there you go. That's all the trivia I, I wrote down. Um, 
So we haven't played this game in a while, mainly because most of the movies we've been doing have been pretty new. But this movie is now 14 years old. So let's recast the movie to today. Oh, I got this. Uh, I would replace Blade with Michael Jai White. Who's that? Uh, <clears throat> he was a lead. He was a uh, uh, what was it? Uh, di- oh, Dynamite. Uh, Black Dynamite. Napo- oh, Black Dynamite. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He played. Uh, he was in Spawn. Oh uh, yeah, he, he played. Uh, yeah, he played Spawn. He played Gimble uh, or Gamble or Gam, something like that in the Dark Knight movie. He was the one that's like, I'm gonna have one of my boys over here tune up you, whatever. And then he did the then the Joker does the whole pencil disappearing trick. Oh yeah, that's right. That's him. Oh, I could see that. Um, the only one I would have said if we were gonna go. I guess we can't use the guy who plays Cage right now in the Luke Cage movie. No, JP, I have not seen Luke Cage yet. You have it. You son of a man! That was fantastic. I loved it. I finished it off. It was. It was very good. Very good. I quit watching it halfway through. I lost interest. Um, well, here's the funny thing. The other guys I would I'm thinking of for the role are all also in Marvel products, like Michael B. Johnson, who played. Oh yeah. Who played? Jeremy Jordan. Mick Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Mick Jordan. B. Jordan. Um, <laughs> the Mick Jordan is what you go to McDonald's and eat. Oh, no, that's not it. Um, but he uh, he played the the uh, fire, what's his name? The Human Torch in that really, really terrible Fantastic Four movie. Uh-huh. Um, I finally watched that, by the way. It's it's terrible, isn't it? I threw up uh, a <laughs> lot, actually. It's, it's I it mean. It's a spaghetti plate after that, right? Like legit, corny. If you watched it, and I'm and I'm actually sad that that we didn't get a chance you and I to watch it together because I would have loved to make fun of that movie with you, because that movie reminds is like Star Crash, right? Remember, like if you're watching Star Crash by yourself, you're just pissed off, but if you watch it with some people, it's fun. Um, I don't think there's anything, anyway, Ish. but I'm saying like there's nothing redeeming about that Fantastic Four movie. Nothing. I mean. Not- Okay, there's one redeeming factor, and that's that um, invisible Kate, yeah. girl. Yeah, she's she's attractive. That's it. Like, anyway, it's really bad. I was um, thinking like Vin Diesel or Dwayne Johnson as Blade. This is gonna right, so that, I, this, this is gonna I got, sound. I got that they're white, but like maybe <laughs> no, 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 all I mean, his actually... blood got drained, so he turned white <laughs> from black. <laughs> I like oh, this. I like this. Game. I was gonna ask Corny. Can I say are, are they are they not black enough? Well, I mean, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, the rock the the rock Samoan, so it doesn't really matter. I was gonna He'll say, are we like, sure what he is? Yeah, no, he actually is Samoan. Yeah, yeah. No. But Vin no, Diesel. I mean, but in all honesty, uh, I'm actually okay with that because that is a really big ass blade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he would be. He would. I mean, that. Yeah, you're right there. Um, the other guy I was thinking of would be the guy who's the new Black Panther. I can't remember his name. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What about Idris Elba? Idris Elba would be, but he's a little old now, isn't he? Oh, what I about mean, um uh Ichifor, uh Chitwell Ichifor? He was the bad Becca guy. Okafor? In, no, not Becca Okafor. <laughs> the, the, he was Sorry, the, Sam's not here, so I had. To. I know. I thank you, but it, he wouldn't have picked a sports person, though. No, last um, time we 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 talked about the <laughs> Ichifor. He actually said Mecca Okafor, and you had to explain to him that the Mecca Okafor was a basketball player. I forget oh, what yeah, I do was. remember that. Yeah, he was like, oh, I just remember the name. He didn't know why. Um, you know, yeah, he's the, uh, he was the, the agent in uh, Serenity, and he was, um, 
He's in a bunch of stuff. He was 12 years a slave. 12 years a slave, yeah. I think he'd be good at it, too. So anyway, so we've got our Blade. We have many choices, all of which are fine actors. Um, as far as Whistler, so you need an old, grizzled white dude. Uh, um, it's one of the southern ones, Hale. It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, do you keep it? Uh, I guess Josh Brolin. Oh, that's actually good. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, that could work. Give him long, greasy hair and make him all... Oh, oh, no, no, no. Um, what's his name? Uh, True Grit with the eye patch. Um, he uh, was the bad yeah. guy in Iron Man. Um, oh, but uh, I was saying. Uh, oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, Bridges, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Yeah, he would be. I could see him uh, old and grizzled and long hair and saying stuff like shit kicker. Like Kurt Russell? We just saw him as an older oh, yeah, Kurt bearded Russell. man. Yeah, I can see that. Um, who Michael else? Michael Caine? No, Michael Caine. <laughs> Donald Sutherland? No, no, you need somebody who can still be legitimately a badass, right? Like, this is a guy who still held his own in a fight against vampires. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, someone that still has, you know, some grit to him. Some true. True grit, even. Um... Who else grits. do we? Who likes to eat grits? On either way, it's fun. Who else do we care about in the movie? In this movie, we, you know, like uh, our our female. Honest, uh, honestly, like, Ron Perlman could probably still re- reprise his role. I mean, he hasn't aged a day in the fourteen years <laughs> since he made this movie. Um, have you I don't see Jessica now? Alba. I don't see Jessica Alba as an ass kicker, but you just want to see she, her. She's nice. She's nice to look at. So I mean, I mean, they can they can give her a stunt double. We can have the same effect. Well, yeah, I mean, if they do the same treatment where they make her awesome and then not, you know, um, but like makes if you're going to do a female, make her that way the whole time. Right. I think you, you have to make her awesome the whole time. Uh, yeah, you could do. Uh, I don't know. You do. Uh, oh, she might. Well, she could probably still do it. What about Eva? Eva what's her name? Eva. Mongoria. No. Mendez. Yeah. Eva Mendez. Longoria yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Um, anybody else? Anybody else we care to uh, to re uh, recast? What about uh, what about Nomak? Honestly, and this is this is true. For probably the first three or four times I watched this movie, I thought Nomak was uh, played by Barry Pepper. Um, cause he just sounds like him, but it's uh-huh. clearly not, but like Barry Pepper, that role, let's just get the cast of true grit. Um, and, uh, Ben, Ben Affleck can even, not Ben Affleck, Matt Damon can even make a role in this somehow. He can be the main bad guy. He can be, do we, uh, do we have to go into space to save him? That's all I need to know. No, we don't this time. Okay. This will yeah. be the one of the few times where we don't have can't to. Can't afford it anymore. No, we can't. Um, the guy that played... Nomac is starring in Jason him. Statham. As what? As Nomac. Nomac? Yeah, it could work. Give him a British accent. Yeah. I can see All right, here, here we go. We recast Blade as The Rock and then put <laughs> Jason Statham as, as Nomac. All right. Well, gosh, and then you make uh, Reinhardt the. Uh, you make that um, friggin' Vin Diesel, since apparently they actually hate each other now. And they're doing this stupid Twitter war. Um, anyway, I like it. So we'll basically just recast a uh, Fast and Furious movie. I like it. 
Uh, that was fun. Um, soundtrack grade, I gave this an NT for 90s techno. Even though it was 2002, it still sounded like that. Uh, and what did we learn? Well, I learned that... I don't know, actually, I didn't really learn a whole lot from this movie. Other than if you pull all the electrical cords out from underneath the dashboard, you will eventually start your car. Um, Old you smart men know all the buttons to get you into all the codes to all the rooms and the schematics. That's right. Always. Always. I mean, like... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, JP. No, you're good. Uh, top three. Corny, did you have a chance to do this? So, uh, about that. That's fine. I uh, didn't see what the top three was before I got on. So, you're going to get, we're going to let you go last um, to give you an opportunity to kind of. So, what we did was kind of the enemy of my enemy, or the enemy has to team up with the hero kind of concept, right? Uh, so, Andrew, you lead off. Okay. My, hopefully, mine fit the fit the bill here. Um, I have an honorable mention of Zootopia with uh, oh, yeah, Nick yeah. That's a good the one. Fox and Judy the Bunny. Yeah, that's good. I like the movie. Cute. Uh, number three, Batman Returns. And this is, oh, this is a little bit different here. We got the Penguin teaming up with Max Shrek. Not necessarily... Hero versus enemy, but well, I would have been good with Batman teaming up with Catwoman. Well, yeah, that works too. Yeah, I think that actually fits better. Okay, uh, number two, Silence of the Lambs. No, oh, right, yeah, and number one, I Robot. All right, right on. Um, the uh, the YouTube series, um, Cinema Sins just did all the things wrong with I Robot. And I don't care. I still like that movie. I think it's a great movie. Even though they rip it to pieces. And a lot of the ripping that they do, I think, is unfounded. But anyway, it's fine. Um, Japes? Um, I guess three I would go with Terminator. Okay. Or Terminator 2. Yeah. Um, I guess two through ten, probably. Um, <laughs> there have been a lot of them, yes. Yeah. Uh... You know, one I was just thinking about would would Rocky count? Rocky two. Uh, after he, um, uh, I mean, Apollo he teamed up with then... Apollo, right? And Apollo was the bad guy originally, and then yeah, okay, I'm good with that. Rivals turned friends. I'm good with that. And then oh, no. I think number one, I would go with Suicide Squad. Yeah, J JP's a guest filling in for Sam, so you could have come up with just about anything, and we would have allowed it. Oh, the Smurfs. Okay. Yeah, sure. I get it. Uh, <laughs> that one time when they helped Gargamel defeat the evil thing. Yeah, sure. Actually, there was at least one team up where Gargamel I, I actually think that Smurfs. is a thing. I think that actually did happen. So, um, like they helped him save Christmas or something. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Oh, he did sing the song. I, yeah. Yes. And you said so, number one, Suicide Squad? Yeah, Suicide Squad. I need to see that. Corny, are you ready or you want me to go? I am ready. All right, go for it, dude. Or I'll, oh, actually, you go first. I, I've got some interesting choices. Let's, you go ahead. All right, all right, go. All right. My number uh, honorable mention um, is uh, Lord of the Rings, where they team up with Gollum. Mm -hmm. um, my number three. There's this is a stretch, but whatever is Beetlejuice. Right? They team up with Beetlejuice because that's uh, Yeah, he's kind of a mm. he's kind of the bad guy. Yeah, he, said, he said his name twice. You just have to be careful. Yeah. You're right. 
Uh, my number two is Star Trek. Oh, son of a. Well, yeah, but it has to be me, right? Uh, my number two would be Star Trek Into Darkness, where they team up with Khan until they don't. And then my Somebody num- do it. Then, Somebody do it. Come uh, on. My number one is. God! <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> my number one is actually two movies because basically it's the same movie. Um, that would be X-Men 2, X-Men United, and X-Men Days of Future Past. So, because they're essentially the same same movie, just X-Men 2 is better. Um, and that's it. That's my, my three. Corny? Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> my, uh, my number three, I'm going to go with um, um, X-Men 2. Okay. Uh, my number... Because you took that. Sorry. I should have gone first. Um, <laughs> so what happens uh, when you go out of order? Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, In all fairness, Sean did spout out like four okay. of them there. Like okay. five or... Sorry. Peter just freaked out for a second. Uh, <clears throat> you guys still there? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, my number two... Um, <clears throat> I want to go with... Um, no. Not your Libre. Not Yeah, you're trying to find a way to make Scott Pilgrim versus the world work, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I gave up that. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Blades of Glory. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, forget about that. Yeah. yeah, that works. All right. And then my, my number one, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Um, Iceman and Maverick. You could be my wingman any day. Which, by the way, that's leaving Netflix in about 30 minutes ago. Uh, Shit! Yeah, I know. I really kind of wanted to do it, but it's it's been pulled off Netflix. So, um, Are we like, sure, sure it's gone? Or, uh, according to the email I got today of the list of movies that is leaving as of December 1st. <sighs> um, but they oh. added in... For December, they added the brand new Jungle Book movie, like the one that came out this year. So really, that actually looked kind of interesting. I watched it in the theater with Sarah, and we had a good time with it. So that might be worth doing, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, cool, that was fun. That was an interesting uh, top three. It was kind of hard to we actually think about that one. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I, I you slipped I'm that sorry. one in. Oh. Yeah, I got you. Kazoo tight. Yeah. Um, uh, no emails this week, which is fine. Um, but we really? did get uh, no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not what? Not fine or not? It's fine? not fine. No. Well. Um, I die a little bit quick. every time that we don't get an email. Yeah, well, <laughs> which is funny. So I'm gonna call some people out here real quick. But I posted on Facebook, hey, you know, send us some, you know, love and blah blah blah, right? Right? And then I and I then said like, hey, you know. Send us love and emails because, you know, we value our self-worth off of your emails. And I got the last two people that sent in requests were like, we sent in requests. It's like, okay, you know, guys, you don't have to do that. Anyway, I know, uh, I know Alan will listen to that. I'm just giving you a hard time, Alan. It's fine. All right. We love you. Thank you for your requests. Request. Except for Dawn of Justice. I hated that movie. I'm just teasing. But no, really, I hated it. Um, <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> I got you back, Alan. Yeah, Andrew, you, you two guys can you can pin pal each other and talk about that movie and how awesome that it's not. We already have been. Oh, good. That's awesome. I'm really happy for you guys. We write letters back and forth and send pictures of bat, bat symbols on them and things like that. <laughs> I 
would love that to be true. Like you we guys have, just like we have little ornaments that we've made for our trees together. You just uh, like Snapchat each other back and forth, just like random times where you can make the bat symbol fit in the moon. Seven folds makes a very nice uh, origami bat. Yeah, just so you know. Oh, great, that's fantastic. That's the best news I've heard all day. Um, Andrew, Martha, what do you mean that name? <laughs> right. Um, Sam actually gave me his out of ten for Bone Tomahawk, and I'm trying to remember what he said. He did he he didn't put it in the group me, did he? I don't think he. I don't did. think so. I think he though. told me. I think he put it. I get. I'm just gonna put a number, but I think he liked it pretty good. So I'm gonna give him a seven point two because I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Um, but I could be wrong. Anyway, I'm just gonna put a number. Yeah, I'm just gonna put a number. <laughs> Just so that it's an even number, which is funny. We really liked that movie. Um, Japes, uh, yeah. your your parents uh, watched it and hated it. And um, ooh, what is happening? It's all lies. What the hell was that? A bunch of roaches. Ants. I had a bunch of ants. Yeah, scurrying across Seriously, the floor. Seriously, that on. was creepy. Was that you, Japes? I don't know. That was terrifying. I want an Xbox headset, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> it could have been, probably. Yeah, I don't know. That was terrifying. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, that movie is actually going to rank probably in our top ten, which is kind of funny. Anyway, uh, Andrew, out of ten, Blade 2. Yeah, Blade 2. Um, I'm going to give this a, a nice solid 5.7. Okay. Uh, Corny. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Um, I, it was pretty fun. It, it's very, you know, very nostalgic comic book movie, and so that, you know, it always gets a little plus from that. So I'll give it a uh, seven point four. Hey, I'm not the only black vampire. This is pretty awesome. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there was that other one. Um, his name was Assad or something. Um, so I'm gonna put a little note here that this is from JP. And not Sam. Just change, you can just change the letters. Well, that's what I'm doing. Okay. You know, JP to Sam. Uh, uh, JP, what do you say? I, I, I was I was gonna say, set like a seven point six five four or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But I and I wish I was a black vampire. Don't we all? You know, I have the pointy teeth. I'm halfway there. <laughs> Sharp pointy teeth. Uh, I'm going to give it, um, I had a good time with it. Bad, you know, other than her bad acting and some other indiscrepancies, but it's kind of fun and the music is fun. And, um, but think about it like this, this might maybe to put some, something in perspective. This movie is three years away from Batman begins. Like we're three years away from really good superhero movies. We are, we are a mere six years away from Iron Man. Like just, just wrap your 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 skull around that. But anyway, I'm gonna give this. I'm kind of like where you you guys are at. So I'm gonna give it um. I'm gonna give it a seven point two five, which I wrote three five for some reason two five. Um yeah, I liked it. Which thanks to JP's weird score it turns into a seven point zero zero one. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I could be of service. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. That's cool. That's um, that's your movie. So, um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm trying to go back to my script so I remember what to say at this point. Oh, 
Um, hey, JP, thanks for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, that was fun. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was, it was entertaining. Very, very entertaining. Well, good. Well, um, hopefully you are um, doing this on air. Uh, but um, Corny, sir, you are gone the next two weeks. Uh, um, I am I am mostly gone the next two weeks. Um, I yeah. am playing a lot of music. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, I did the math, and uh, starting from tonight mm-hmm. until these, till, uh, Christmas Eve, I'm going to be playing or practicing uh, 17 times. Wow, nice. okay. So essentially I have a week off in between now and Christmas Eve. Wow, that's... Um, Terrifying. That's gr- that, yeah, it's great. Uh, so anyway, um, so Corny will be out. So uh, I think JP, if you are able and willing, that's again put you on the spot while we record. But I think I mentioned it earlier. If you are willing to, and able to fill in for Corny, Sam should be back next week. Um, he should have reduced. If he's lucid, yeah, he should have reduced his pain meds by that point. That he should be able I to. Still say he should still be on them and do the podcast. If cool. I mean. <laughs> Boy, you get me. You think I'd get frustrated at him when he's sober? Good gracious. Well, maybe it turns to one of those things like uh, Peter Griffin. Whenever he drinks too much, he becomes a piano uh, savant. Oh yeah, he like knows every film, and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's that one time when I had a yeah yeah exactly. Not yeah. mess up. Well, if he could send us, names. if he yeah. could send us all some of those painkillers, and then we could all be <laughs> that would be the worst show Hello. ever. <laughs> <laughs> because I would forget to hit record. Um, so wait, I, you want me to fill in for the only black guy that's in the, like, is he going to send me notes or something? Like, I, can I live up to that expectation? I don't know. Well, JP, to be honest with you, I mean, I figure you're pretty close as it is. Uh, okay. All right. Well, now I'm cool with that. <laughs> Word. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, if there's anyone who, uh, who understands the plight of my people. <laughs> Yeah, it's a white that, dude from that, Winston I mean, Salem. Who, who went? Yeah, <laughs> we're with Sean. A Polish white dude from actually from Blues Creek. Yeah, yeah, it's that's him. Um. Anyway, uh, I'll that probably was... drink a forty before the show or something like that. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> you know. Uh. So, uh well, you know. I'll pour some for the homies. <laughs> By the way, forty forty are disgusting. No, for those of you playing at home. Yes. Uh, for those of you playing at home, um, uh, all right, cool. Sorry. Um, so the imitation game will be, uh, next week. It's the, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, movie where they, the one where he, uh, becomes a, uh, doctor and then he uh, becomes a magician. No, that would not. No, no, no. It's, it's the one where he's a detective. Oh, and he's got this friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who was a hobbit at one point in time, I believe. He was, and he used to have a mustache for some reason, but he doesn't anymore. <laughs> His wife made him cut it off. No, so like, but legit, <laughs> it's funny. Um, I saw this great meme where like you can see uh, um, Bumble Snatch Cumberbund and everyone knows what you're talking about. Like you can always screw up his name, but as long as it's, a B and then a C word back. Like, they know what you're saying. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Bumblebee Cucumber, right? Like, he's in that movie? Yeah, okay, yeah. Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Your balls are showing. Anyway, um, here's a little Ace Ventura for you. Uh, no, so the Imitation Game, World War II, it's very cool. And it's funny, and so I, I'm actually going to do this on purpose. So we had later on the list, about a month from now, a movie called U571 with Matthew McConaughey. 
Matthew, that movie, uh, yeah, that movie, they steal what's called the Enigma device. And in the imitation game, they use that device to crack the code. We're just going to watch them out of order. Um, so that's actually kind of cool, I think. Well, maybe, maybe not. So we're going to do uh, that. So imitation game is next Won't week. Steal me a boat. Take my shirt off. <laughs> that's right. He actually doesn't take his shirt off, but he does get wet a lot. Um, so that's imitation so game with um, Bumbersnatch uh, Kumquat uh, next week. Um and your Kira, and your King Kira Knightley is in that too. So, oh. yeah. Anyway, it's a movie. I've seen it. It's good, and I get why he was nominated for an Oscar. And if you've not seen it, no spoiler. The ending will piss you the f off. Just saying. Uh, with that all being said, um, damn, this was fun. This was a long episode, but it was good. It was worth it. Um, again, big thanks to you, the listener, for. Excuse me, listening to the show, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and other places. Uh, YouTube, we're on the YouTube, and you can uh, leave us heck, leave us comments in the comment section there. For once, we're like the only channel on YouTube that doesn't have mean people leaving comments in our in our uh, things. There's no one comments. No, and it's funny because people, I mean, that we have views. Somebody's watching it, but no one comments, so it's weird. Maybe a relevant email or something. Yeah. So uh, visit our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Uh, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. Um, follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. Uh, and please, of course, send your emails, whether it be uh, love or hate or whatever, to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Fruit. I like fruit. What? Oh. Well, oh. oh, okay. Um, oh. All right. Again, big thanks to JP for filling in, and uh, we're going to get to hear his uh, uh, baritone voice again for the next two more weeks. So it's going to be fun. We have a good time. And, uh, you know, that's it. So on behalf of myself and JP and Corny and Sam, who is still broken, and Andrew, uh, I say thank you guys for listening so much. It's been a lot of fun, and we will see you next week with um, Bumblebee Tuna Man himself. <laughs>